Hey everyone, welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, and movie reviews. As always, this is your host, Tony with Nikki. Nikki, yes, how's everybody? How you been doing, bro? I've been good, been good. Been good? Yeah, man, I don't even know what to say. Just, been, <laughs> just letting the days go by and... But enjoying it, though. Really? Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a simple man. I don't need a lot of things to happen. I'm just, I'm happy. Oh, yeah, it's true. true. Same here. I'm just surviving a little sleep, like we discussed on our last episode <laughs> with a newborn. But we have to keep it going. Let's go. In. But before we start the uh, episodes officially, mm. just letting everybody know you could always find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Nerds in the City. We usually pay, post daily little comments, movie reviews on Mondays. Today, we posted a, a new comic books that came out today that we recommend to check out or just to support your local local comic book shops and whatnot <laughs> but yes let's get it started yeah, so um before we get into uh some trailers that came out let me just put a little bit of uh there's a rumor going out uh-huh. that uh his i think his name is Chris, christopher daniel barnes christopher okay, christopher barnes daniel he is the he was the voice sorry daniel christopher daniel barnes yes he was the voice of the spider-man animated series do you remember the, the cartoon? Ca- the cartoon, the animated series, Spider-Man animated series. Man, that's old. Yes. I can't really recall the voice, but... But you know. remember how it was. It was like one of the most iconic animated Spider-Mans out there. That Everybody remembers the the feel I of mean, the 90s. Yeah. The feel of the 90s, and it, it ran short. It only ran for like four years, which was like the craziest thing. But now there's a rumor mm-hmm. that is uh, reporting, hasn't been confirmed yet, that he is reprising his role as Spider-Man, voicing Spider-Man for um, Into the Spider-Verse Part 2. Wait, but which one then? Because then, I mean, Into the Spider-Verse already established two, like a spider, no. We established a Spider-Man. Yeah. A a constant Spider-Man, and that's voiced by, um, what's his name? The guy from uh, New Girl, right? Yes. Yeah. But they're bringing him from that, whatever universe he's in. Okay. And I guess the feel of what the 90s look would have been. Okay. So because remember at the end of it they had a they had a uh, yeah I know where a spoof the, that they were all pointing at each other yeah. yeah so I guess that was fuel like let's just do every every variation of Spider Man mm-hmm. to come in so they there's a rumor that and I wanted to see him come back mm-hmm. I want to see I like I like that version of Spider Man and the voice I still remember the voice in my head mm-hmm. and the animated series I, I I think I still watch it sometimes I find it on YouTube I don't you know what it is it's like. Okay, so let's say when it comes to Batman, yeah, I know there's been a lot of iterations of Batman, but for some reason, the cart original cartoon, uh, the '90s cartoon uh, yeah. that I grew up with, has always felt like it's been a staple in my memory. Yeah, like to the point. I mean, I just feel like I can remember that. I can remember the, the videos, everything. That Spider-Man, as much as I try to, it's not that it was not somewhat iconic at the time, but there's been a lot of. I guess other iterations that I, I, I liked more and more. Okay. So that's what I mean. Like Batman has always had just different versions of Batman, not necessarily better. So that's why I think I always valued that. The that, animated series? That animated because it was that noir, cool Batman. But with Spider-Man, it was almost like they kept on, not that it was bad. It just kept on coming out with a better, better, more iterations. So it's almost For like. animated? And animated? Not like I action. mean, 
I don't know. I just I didn't follow the animated as much. I did follow I, the I, I one because I'm excited because I watched it. Like I I'd watch it and rewatch it like five times when well, I was a kid. Okay, so the last animated series that I remember watching was the one where he was part of like a young, um, uh, like a young kind of league, whatever. Mm-hmm. Where he was with um, he was with a couple of characters. And it was actually a cool storyline because they were like very intricate with the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. like very accurate to the Marvel universe. Yes. Um, I think there was one where they literally lost a cap shield and they had to look for it, stuff like that. Like, they were a bunch of young guys doing young things. Um, and I liked their version of uh, his Aunt Jane was like very like new age. She had like gray short hair, but she was like always, I don't know. She was hip with it. She was hip with it. Yeah. yeah. It was a very different iteration, <laughs> but I liked that. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see like if that once I hear the voice, maybe it'll it'll trigger me. But right now, I'm just like I can't remember what the voice sounds like. No, okay, I guess I guess I remember. If you would have like put me against other voices, I think I would have picked it out pretty easily. I guess I'm just excited because I I just remember I watched it more. Yeah, like that was my X Men and Spider Man like go to every time. I feel like that's how I learned Spider Man. You know, because I never read comics as much when I was a kid, but when I would learn about you know comic books like that, would be from the, the animated TV shows, animated yeah. series, yeah. yeah. I could see that, but yeah. So they 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 haven't confirmed it, but they're reporting it. So hopefully they do. That's what I'm hoping for. Let's let's see, and I want to see if they could pull other Spider Mans from other universes. I hope they they have different, not just Spider Mans, but I hope they have. Like I love the the female version of Doc Ock uh, that was in the last one. Yeah. So like different variations on those those uh, even the villains would be amazing. Yeah, no, but I think that I, w- I want them to pull from from archiving from older mm-hmm. like the Spider Man from that universe that you just you remember. Yeah, pull him or pull a character, pull him there from that one. So at least you're getting a wide range of different Spider Man from different Earths or different universes coming in, and it'll be cool because it'll be nostalgic. But then people will go back to him like, oh, remember, like is that from the '90s show? I'm like, yeah, and they'll wa- rewatch it because of it. I hope so. Yeah, so let's see. So other news, getting into it, is um, a man. Well, there was an auction going. A man. A man. There was a a gentleman. Not a female. A man. A gentleman. (laughs) um, I didn't get his name, but there was an auction going off on comic books, and it was Action Comics number one, which was the introduction of Superman. Mm -hmm. And it sold for $3.25 million. Just beating the the highest grossing one by 0.05. The last one was so the 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 highest holding sold title for that comic or of all comics. It was 3.2 million, and this was sold for 3.25. That's an, it's insane. It just, it, and and it, it got it graded, so it was like 8.5. So it was pretty close to mint condition. Very probably just like edges and color. That color thing has off. to be like dipped in, like the entire <laughs> thing has to be dipped in freaking resin, dude. I mean, like, like it can't, like, can you imagine trying to still turn the page on those things? Oh, the, the nobody will touch it with. They'll just keep it enclosed. That's it. They're like, you want to see it? Just go online. They'll they'll get like freaking telepaths to be able to turn the page so they can touch it. Like, just, <laughs> I'm just saying, is this weird? Do you remember uh, in the Simpsons there was an episode where they got the first. Uh, edition of uh, the Radio- comic book Radioactive Man yes. yes and like they were trying to turn the pages so they freaking took like tweezers just- heated up like heated it up with a flame and then slightly turned turn the it- page <laughs> like-, like this happened here <laughs> I think it would happen with that if they opened it but it's sealed mm-hmm. 
closed off and just going to hang on the wall, somebody's wall or somebody's vault. But can you imagine having somebody like, I'm just going to Well, I see people, I've heard of people with uh, crazy amounts of money, they'll just buy a painting and just have it on the wall. And they'll just have one wall just dedicated to just that, just a action comics number one. That would be awesome. Well, of course. I mean, but just, that's what it is. People. Just a huge blank wall. Imagine like a 12 by 12 full, like wall. Just but you know, one the, sad, the sad thing is, is um, more than anything, it probably is not owned by somebody who is even a fan of comic books. I'm just saying, like, if you think about it, it's usually by people that just want to make investments. Hey, yeah. this is worth this much today. It has a growing rate of whatever. I'm sure it might have it. So I'm going to buy it because it's an investment. Rather than that's that's what I think yeah. about like when people the artist thing you told me about which I think I mean I feel like people that collect art are not always fans of the art no they don't care they just like are they fans the of like, the investment exactly. of it or the return of investment they'll exactly. get from that so that's why it's sad when it comes to comic books stuff like that like yeah well, and was, not even comic books but anything like original box like Star Wars toys figures original like baseball cards probably never like baseball. They're, but they don't like you. Yeah, if that have this Michael Jordan number one, rookie year, mint condition, drop like three thousand or whatever it is, give it ten years, I return my investment by twenty, twenty fold or Makes whatever. You think it is. that you wish when you were a kid, you just like you know how many comics I shredded <laughs> or like the little kid just toys I ripped open G. the G. box. Like, imagine all the GI Joes. I used uh, to get a GI Joe every time I got an A in school. Like eight, nine, eight in school, eight in a, in, a, in a test. No, I really remember when <laughs> when I had when I got the first uh, uh, Mario Brothers game, like the box, the cartridge, mm-hmm. and everything. I remember ripping that open hardcore, like bah, bah, just ripping and playing it. And then I see today people like just the box itself will go for like fifteen hundred or whatever it is, or a couple thousand. And I'm like, damn, just box alone, not even game. Some people just do it for the box art. Can you imagine, like, I would imagine going, like, going back when I was a kid, and like, my I would ask my parents for all the toys, and they're like, "Hey, but where's the toys? Oh, they're over there in the corner. They boxed up. I got them sealed. Like, so I like basically they would keep on buying me toys, but like, yo, he, he never plays with me. <laughs> he never even opens a box. He just puts them like in another case and keeps them in the corner of his room. And every time we're like, we're gonna clean the room, he's like, "Don't touch them. Like, <laughs> don't touch it. Just don't touch it." Well, we had a, we had somebody like that, a family member. Did we? Yeah. Well, not with that, but with Spawn figures. Oh well. But, yeah, they they would. But have, he was an adult though. Like this is a this is a grown man that he knew the value, so he would buy two of everything. Yeah. But the only thing he appreciated the the comics for it. Yeah. That's that's. Oh, the he only did. Thing. I just saying, but he would he would buy two. He would buy one that he could basically play with, and one that <laughs> yeah <didn't> safe. <laughs> He's an adult. He just wanted to play with the figures. That's all, all, all hey man, but I used to be a collector for those figures too. Yeah, me too. I remember. <laughs> I think I think I started buying when you started too at this like right at the scene, which was funny. When you're like, Oh, I collected these I'm like you too? I'm like, Oh shit. It's uh, just crazy because I remember the day I stopped. Like I had a weird thing where I was collecting everything, right? I, I remember I had collecting those figures and then I like I filled up my I filled like all these shelves in my room, whatever, and then I'm like then I realized I had no more room and I'm like, wait a minute, where is this gonna go? Like in my head I'm like, How far am I gonna take this? And then when I realized I couldn't keep it going or couldn't go as far as far, basically I was like, okay, I'm gonna sell everything. Yeah. And the same thing happened with uh, DVDs. I used to have over 200 different DVD titles. Yeah. And then I realized I was like, <clears throat> why do I have so many movies? Like, <laughs> I don't watch all of them. So it was like, I just started. I just 
I, I think it's all it's all on streaming networks. So I was like, you know, I just would you ever rebuild like a DVD collection or like a Blu-ray collection of just movies you know you want to have in your library for whatever reason? I would not do DVD. What I would like to do, and this is a tricky part now, which challenge for anybody listening, because now technically you don't really own anything when it comes to movies. Because you can, if you own the Blu-ray, that's different. You own the you the if you own the physical copy, yes, of it. You own the yes. physical copy. But I don't want to own a physical copy like that. I want to own basically just want a hard drive full of movies. Yeah, my favorite movies and stuff like that. So that's the tricky part. Like, how do you get a digital copy on a hard drive for yourself? Technically, in a legal way, because yeah. you can't download them because download only works based on the program. You know, a, yeah, you know, Apple, whatever. You can't really like technically. I mean, I don't know if it's legal if you're gonna keep it for yourself. But if you were to strip a Blu-ray or something like that, I believe that's legal as well. But you know, again, that's a challenge. How can I get a a downloadable copy that I could keep for myself just for a hard drive purpose? Because, like, my niece came up to me today and asked me about yeah. playing a Blu-ray. I'm like, there ain't no Blu-ray player in here. What movie was she trying to watch? Not just Frozen, but still, I'm like, we don't have a Blu-ray player. Like, everything's everything is Roku and, like, everything, Everything's streaming apps, yeah. yeah. I'm like, just get on Disney Plus. Go. <laughs> yeah, go, pretty go, much. Go it's on like, Disney Plus. You got it. But yeah, so let, let's see where this goes. Hopefully, that's a challenge. If anybody's listening, if you can find a way to legally get movies on a hard drive for Nikki, <laughs> he has a list that he'll send to you to help him out with. Yeah. <laughs> it's my, um, well, just just a little backstory on that. The reason that kind of stuff interests me is because I grew up, I grew up in New York, but I spent a lot of my summers in the American public. The American public, one, you know, you got to deal with the network that they still have over there. But two... Where I was from in the Republic, the little town that I was part of, um, they didn't have like the power went out constantly. Yeah. So not only did they didn't really have a cable service like that, but you know, then you would lose power. Even though, like, let's say you can get like a little generator, you know. So again, it, the internet and all that stuff is not necessarily as easy an option. So I always used to bring my own VHSs. So in my head, I'm like, I would always like to be ready for the internet to go down. <laughs> you're, you're ready. Like, yes. I want to have my own little backup when it comes to movies to have ready. My, to be ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. So let's get into some trailers. Let's, let's, let's touch on the one that came out. The oldest one that came out, I guess, not the most recent, which was space jam two was starring, uh, LeBron, LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> That means was good to me. I um I don't know I don't know how I feel about it. Like honestly, I'm just I was very confused by the by the trailer. Yeah. All right. So the trailer comes out and it's pretty much it starts with uh it, it looks like LeBron James is trying to help his son get have a love for basketball, mm-hmm. and it's just sounds like uh, it's not me. That's not what I'm about. Whatever. They end up walking into this like this weird room, and he gets sucked into like a computer program. And then you have digital Don Cheeto show up and kidnap his son for no reason. And it doesn't even give a dialogue why. And he was like, I just want to challenge you in a game of basketball. Yeah. That was it. that was pretty much it. And he was and he was uh he would try to make up a team, I guess he did. He had like Superman, Gandalf, uh Iron Giant, I think it was. And I, I, think for, that was I a- forgot who was the third who was the third one. There was a fourth one. I forgot who it was. But he was like, nope, you're going to get uh, somebody from a different universe. Or I'm going to send you to a world. And he ends up lo- going to Toon World. Yeah. And he meets, he teams up with the Bugs and the gang. But it was just, 
I don't know. I think uh, I'm sure maybe it makes sense when they go expensive. When they're going deeper, yeah, but I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe it's all just kind of like downloadable content type thing where it's like that whole server is just full of like pop icons or something. Yeah, it, it had but, it had a very uh, uh, there was a couple of clips that had a very um what was it? Ready Player One feel. They just that's what I'm just just a bunch of different characters from different universes yeah. and different franchises and just thrown into one. I know, but it, I guess what I'm right now what bothers me about it is like I'm not even trying to say you know one is always better, but at the same time, it is, like one seems like a more tangible story, right? I mean, based on what I remember the movie, based on this one, because the first one was just a these aliens from Toon World decided they were going to take over that Toon whatever, so they challenged them to something like basketball. Yeah, they went so and they went out them. looking. Yeah, they, they went. They, they went, went and enslaved them. them, and they were like, "Oh, you have to let's play a game. Let's, let's at least let's try to get out of this." It was like, "Oh, we'll play basketball," and he and Bugs ended up taking the best player. What one of the greatest players? Well, that's the, the, even the better game. because the the villains were look, took all the best players in the league abilities abilities. So then these guys, because they knew basketball, they, the other people didn't know basketball. These, but because they knew basketball, they knew there was still one player who, at that point, had quit basketball. Yeah, which was Michael Jordan. So I can say the story seems I like. Oh, I get it. That's tangible. But now this one, so far based on the trailer, I'm just like, like he's trying to rescue his son. Well, yeah, but I don't know. It's not that that's that part is not tangible. It's just the why. No, no, no that's the reason. I'm like, yeah. why Why out of everybody you're picking him and playing that sport? Like, it would have been, you know what would have been funny? Mm-hmm. And then, like, they take LeBron James like, yo, we want to play you a game of badminton or, like, tennis. Like, like if, some, something random. If, if he was one to say, like, well, okay, I'll play you in basketball. <laughs> and then maybe, I don't know. It, just, it was very bizarre. So the trailer... I mean, don't get me wrong. The the graphics, everything looked legit, yeah. obviously, but that's that's to be that's to be expected off of a movie like this. But so far, the trailer story, I'm like, okay, I'm yes, right I'm not, going on. I'm not sold enough. I have to watch a second trailer. This is one of those, you know, how like my our one trailer or my mm-hmm. our one trailer rule. I need a second trailer to to. I'm gonna watch it, but I'm like, mm, I'm I my really, excitement is not there for it. The thing is, too, is I like. Uh, play already uh, player I don't know if one uh, Space Gems I mean but I was a kid I like cartoons period yeah Um. so this one I don't know like you know what it is I'm not a huge I don't watch basketball like that I don't yeah. play basketball like that. so it's like so for me it's I don't have that interest either yeah so right now I do need the second trailer to really convince me and, like, and, and touching on that that's, that's interesting you say that because at the time when that came out like Bugs Bunny, Looney Tunes were mm-hmm. I, like one of the highest because I remember they had the T-shirts out, mm-hmm. like jeans, hats, everything had their logo, their image on it. Mm-hmm. And this is prior to the movie coming out. I remember, yeah, yeah. so it was it was it was at the height yeah, of their yeah, the, height of their, their, their popularity. popularity. Yeah. So that brought everybody in. Yeah. So this one is that they're not where they used to be. No. So they're 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 using. The anchor of LeBron James' popularity to bring in everybody to watch it because it's LeBron James and he's he's entertaining as a basketball player and the movies he's been doing recently, mm. he's he's pretty decent. No, no, yeah, I have nothing against him. No, I no, like that's what I'm saying that they're bringing they're using his popularity more to anchor and hopefully they're they're using the Looney Tunes as the millennials and the older generation or like gen, older Gen Z to be like, oh, I remember that cartoon. Let me just see what it is. But with the new ones, we're like, we don't know nothing about it. We're just basing off of 
but that's the thing. That's what I'm saying too. Is like okay, so I will watch all those old Looney Tunes cartoons. I like them. I did. Yeah. Um, but in the context of their own stories, their own universes. But like right now, based on this one, I really can't see myself like I, all the little jokes that they had for the cartoons. I didn't really, eh, whatever. I didn't really get. I didn't really like laugh. Yeah. But like, if you were to tell me, let's say the Muppet Babies, the Muppets were coming out, then I'm gonna ask for that little shrimp, whatever. Remember the yeah that the French shrimp that he was. He just made me laugh every time he was on screen. So that's what I'm saying. Muppet Baby Muppets had characters like that that I look forward to even to this day. And it's not that Looney Tunes doesn't have characters like that, but I don't really enjoy them in the context of their own Universe? actual cartoons. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Like right now in the trailer, like I said in the trailer, I really didn't catch anything that was like I don't to know. hold on to to grasp. Yeah, to like because they're never really gonna give like for for example, um, Foghorn Leghorn, hilarious to me. In the context of his own cartoon, but for some reason in these sh- movies, he plays a very secondary role. He does uh, his he's, little jokes. He, he's really mud. Do. He's muddled into the exactly. whole thing. So he's a, he's just a background character, just exactly. to see, just to be like, oh, he's the, he's in the scene, but doesn't have any. That's what I'm saying. So the jokes by doesn't stand out. Is, doesn't yeah. Doesn't stand yeah. out. It's not as funny. So I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Like a, um, I mean, my niece is probably gonna want to watch it. So I'm, I'm still gonna watch it regardless of the fact. I'm watching it from home. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next trailer. Mm-hmm. Is Loki? Yeah, um, it's coming on Disney Plus. I I loved this trailer. I Did loved you? I loved the feel, the visual aspects. I love the fact that that they're touching on something on where a lot of people had issues with Endgame, or yeah, what Endgame was the whole time travel concept of breaking into going back to get the Tesseract and all the gems and all the stones, whatever, mm-hmm. and Kind of like they were like you're creating alternative realities because of that, yeah. but they were like, oh, if we go back and leave and put them back where we found them, then they should be okay. What happened was that Loki at one point took the tesseract and left, so he created all these branches off the singular timeline. So now they have the time variance, uh, I guess, council that took him, and then he has to go back to each of them and correct it. So. I love that concept. They were like, it's almost like trying to fix what an issue that everybody had with it through using Loki. Well, the thing with okay, so the thing with time travel, I love time travel movies and especially like Doctor Who and stuff like that. But I like is that there's there's no way to really do a time travel movie without some kind of loophole, some kind of like yeah. um, plot hole. That people want to point out, whatever that it, whether it exists or not. Um, but I like this one in the sense of saying, like, listen, every time travel is a plot hole itself, but we just make sure the variance isn't too big. Yeah. So because they returned it, however sloppily they returned it back to its original thing, it they still kind of put things back to a certain order. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of their their kind of get out of jail, you know, free, free card, card or whatever. But I did like the fact that this trailer felt bigger. Like, yes, every show so far, we watched WandaVision. It was awesome, more emotional, but definitely uh, very great production, everything else. And then we have uh, um, Bucky, um, Winter Soldier and um, the Falcon, and Winter, Falcon Soldier. Winter Soldier. And that one seems good. It's like action, whatever. But this one seems like a big, like, endgame style movie, but it's a TV show. Yes. So it just seems like the every show, every show coming out is bigger than the last. Yeah. So that's why I'm excited. I was like, this is, that's huge. I was like, not expecting. 
Yeah, That's with true. Owen Wilson in it. <sighs> it's so weird to see him in that role too. Like, but I like how he's kind of funny and he's playing off of uh, Loki. Yeah. So Tom Hiddleston's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it it was so. I don't know how to explain it. It's it, it's something that I feel like, and I don't know if I told it to you, but I feel like that. Um, each show that's coming in coming in since um, Endgame, like WandaVision, had a different feel and tone. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier has a whole different feel and tone and message. Yeah. And this one, too, is like you would assume that being that they're kind of trying to make it as a one big story arc that they'll have kind of a similar carrying arc to each one and they don't. And I like that they're the singular storylines with singular points and feel. So it doesn't feel like, oh, uh, Falcon feels like Loki. Loki feels like WandaVision. Yeah. And I, I like that how they differentiate each one, each one of them and how they're portraying each one of them separately. And I want to see what this is going to go with it. It's, and I want to see where it ends because I'm like. Well, because, yeah, like this one. Okay, so the iteration of Loki that took the Tesseract um, and started all this was not the one obviously who ended in Endgame, right? Yeah. So that's the part that's gonna be interesting because again, this is bad Loki. Yeah. At his much. worst. At his yeah. worst. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see, especially when he finds out if they show him what happens on the others. Yeah, to sh- to see what happens, how he died, how he died through, through in Thanos's hands, like the person that he was his serving, bu- his serving ultimately to rule. No, but it's also going to be interesting because um, one thing about him is that he's always, he's the whole point of him is he's a mystery, right? Yeah. You don't know how to trust him. You don't know how to, so he comes in and out of a movie, but you don't really like dive into anything too personal about him because he's always trying to get over on people. Yeah. So this one, it seems like he's going to try, but they kind of have the upper hand on him. Yeah. So that maybe there's going to be a little bit more detail about who he is. Yeah. And then I also, one other thing I want to add to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, on top of that, and it's based off the logo of like on the video mm. on the trailer that it changes each letter changes, and he's like you know he's like the 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 god of mischief, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's almost gonna be like each episode he's gonna go through one timeline and it's almost like quantum leap he's gonna take and 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 embody somebody's character but be him in it. Oh, you think really? Like he's gonna he's gonna I think I don't know at one point or other he's gonna take up somebody's persona. To, to try to clear, to try to fix whatever mess that he created doing that. But that would be like a, a like a nugget or like a puzzle piece to, to the ultimate timeline that he's trying to correct. I mean, well, let's see what happens. I, I could just be also like, I, I just feel like he was going to create these crazy things in these different timelines and he has to like basically like stop it. Like, yeah. like you know, whatever. He gave somebody a weapon and now that weapon is going to like destroy that world based on that universe so yeah. he has to stop that you know, stuff like that I don't know it's going to be interesting because again this can't be an anthology type of thing because it has to end cut, yeah exactly it has to come to an end it has to, it has to, and that's so great about it it's a single shot series yeah I can't wait to see this how much how long do we have like a few months I don't know I try not to think about it I, <laughs> it's like being at work and looking at the clock it just doesn't work don't, out bro just don't look at it just nope. just keep working what watching just, just, wa- just watch what you need to watch to get to <laughs> alright so the last trailer came out yesterday mm. and it was Jupiter's Legacy this is uh, we've discussed this before mm-hmm. that um, Netflix are is teamed up with uh, Mark Millard and taking one of the like an indie 
comic book that he has and put it into streaming service. I guess they're trying to get into the comic book superhero genre mm-hmm. without licensing from other ones that are more popular, like Marvel, DC. Yeah. So the trailer comes out. The trailer's decent. I like the trailer. I like jo- um, Josh Dumal's ca- character in it. Mm-hmm. And and it's almost like exactly how we discussed it is like they're showing his name is like Utopian, okay. and they and they show how they formed their legion of heroes yeah. and how they fought and now they're passing the yeah that's forty years later and they're just passing the torch to the their kids and they're very, very reluctant or their views and how they want to handle their situations is completely different than how they would have the Josh Demel's character and you'll see that back and forth fight or dialogue but the only thing and i know you said it and and i thought it the minute i I saw it and it was that you said it it felt very um cw ish very a lot of fluff i feel like it's and that's how it came across there's gonna be a lot of cheesy dialogue moments and like uh teen drama or teen romance drama it kind of felt like if um they the guy who made smallville decided to go um and you know let's say uh shoot another universe or like um go back to the 50s iteration of superman or something yeah um because it that's what it shot like the the colors the, the sharpness to a certain degree like that's what there's a lot of, i mean i've seen a lot of superhero tv shows movies stuff like that but this one has that and that reason that's the only reason i say cw because it has a very like like i said smallville is a great iteration of something like this Smallville Flash has yeah. a yeah so that's the thing and, and 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 I feel like every time we saw we see something that comes from the CW mm-hmm. and what they're where they're known for is that Everybody's they'll have pretty. a great <laughs> they have a great first season yeah and then everything after that is usually rinse and repeat you and mm-hmm. some variation some right, yeah like the Flash has the same thing he has somebody that's faster than him that he needs to catch up to. The arrow is this. There's a big bad that's slightly stronger or a little bit more powerful that he's having troubles either through under the mask or personally, out, or personally that he's trying to overcome. It's almost like rinse and repeat, yeah. which I don't mind because as long as it's entertaining, it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, but the, I don't. Ho- I hope it doesn't come out like that. I hope that they they really flush out all these characters, and I really want it to be like the boys meets Watchmen, a little bit darker tone. I kind of hope it's, uh, I honestly hope it's a one season thing. It's a one season. I hope it's what I told you. I hope it's like, like you just said with uh, all these, I hope people take the mark of what Disney and Marvel is doing right now and just make an awesome like season, one season, just but one amazing season with an ending to it. Like, like, because um, the thing is, that's new for TV shows that we watch now, but we also grew up with our parents watching soap operas, right? You know, yeah. novelas, novelas, soap operas, that already came with an ending. That was a prepackaged deal. Yeah. Sometimes it could be two seasons, three seasons, but every one of those shows was built with the ending. They were never going to go past a certain point. So they knew how to start and be finished. <laughs> that's it. The problem is here is that things become popular, so they want to keep up going, you know, but I think if they do that, where it's like, okay, we're going to end the period. I think you're going to get such an epic show because you already know how it's going to end. You don't have to leave open storylines in it. Yeah. I mean, that's 
it makes I think it would make more epic TV. We do that. It would. It. it I. I see what you're saying. The only thing. All right. The only fault mm-hmm. with saying that the way that Marvel and Disney are doing mm-hmm. is because these singular shows is leading up to a bigger universe because they're adding on to it. I get that. Yeah. So it's hard to say to like your analogy with telenovelas is spot on, but in in the context of how Marvel's doing it, it's a little bit separated mm. because they already their end is five years from now that they're gonna reference something from WandaVision, like Agatha Agnes, Agatha Hart. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. I have no problem with that, but I think yeah. that works in the sense of and, like And that works for that, but I think I don't know how they're gonna if if they were it would have to be that they would have to do a singular show for each character. Let's say in J- Jupiter's Legacy, they would have to singularly do a portrayal of one season of one character by itself just to do another season or another show for another character that they're going to link to- link them together for a bigger picture. Being that that Netflix, they're losing, they're losing a lot of their licenses like uh, what was it? Just recently, it was like Universal saying that they're gonna start pulling a lot of the movies from Netflix and uh, HBO because they want to promote Peacock more. So doing that, they were like, "Let's buy indie property mm-hmm. and make five seasons of it." But that's the thing. There's nothing in a sense wrong with that. What I'm saying is they can still buy more, or they can still those comic the people they got that story that from. They probably have other ones. Yeah. I'm just saying is like I just keep it fresh, keep it keep it interesting. It's gonna be just way. don't rinse and repeat it. Don't don't CW it. <laughs> you know like and you know something. I love the fact that Netflix basically blew up this whole streaming thing, and that all these people are now like, well, I mean, I'm gonna open my own streaming thing too. It's like yeah, I actually don't. I don't like Peacock whatsoever. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just you know it, like I already told you this story where I literally just looked up Peacock on my phone. For one to watch one season of uh, Save by the Bell, the new one. Yeah, and I mean, dude, I used fifteen gigs in the like that less than four hours. So I don't know what's up with their app, but I use fifteen gigs of data in an afternoon on one app. What the hell? Yeah, I don't get it. And so I'm like, I, that's why I just I'm so hesitant to use that on anything that's not like my internet at home. Oh wow, yeah, forget that. Forget the peacock. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and come back with Nikki's Corner Review. Y'all. Hey, everyone, welcome back. Now we're with Nikki's Corner Review. Hello, 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 hello. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so first off, before we get into the actual movie, we got to you know watch and uh critique um i want to stop off so we're gonna like i said we, we're gonna start off on the kind of like a weekly review on the the new show the winner um Falcon Falcon and the, the winter, winter soldier. soldier so uh just kind of re- going back to this last episode last of, two episodes last two episodes yes so let's see this is a we're talking about two and three right two and three so the first one was definitely a little slow paced kind of thing but i think it was yes. more just to establish where everybody's at so this one was after they dropped the bomb of somebody else got the show the shield. Yes, John so Wilson. John John was it Wilson? John Wilson. Is it Wilson or Walker? I thought it was Walker. John Walker, yes. So um so then and now in the second episode we got to actually meet him, who he was, um, 
I think his introduction to this was amazing. Because... I mean to this. To, into... Because well, how the first one ended, mm-hmm. you 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 knew nothing. You knew nothing, and you're automatically hated him. You automatically like he has cap shield. Like who the fuck is this that has cap shield? That's that's the off the rip. Every Marvel fan that saw this that moment that like the last fifteen seconds of episode one was like, who the well, hell is getting, this guy? He was getting hate stuff. Yeah. Or... No, well, he was getting hate stuff because of this character. No, no, no I get that, but that's not big, but... Okay, the character, so... All right, so the character in real life... The thing is, the show didn't... If, if he's... I don't... Okay, so based on just movie plot lines, whatever, or TV show plot, whatever, yeah. they did not set him up in a good way in a sense of, like, if he's ever going to be a hero, it's difficult because he's already... The way they set him up, he has to be the villain, or at least... Somebody who gets a redemption arc later, right? Yeah. Why? Because the whole premise of the show, to a certain degree, is that um, uh, Falcon is supposed to take over, right? Yes. So the fact that he gave up the shield as a memorial, saying that nobody can pick it up. Nobody's worthy. Exactly. And then somebody kind of picks it up behind his back type thing. Yeah. You're ready. Like, okay, so I'm supposed to hate this person. Yeah. That's that's the thing. That's automatically the storyline. Because again, he hadn't said a word, hadn't done anything, you know. It's like so automatically, like, well, oh my god, I'm gonna hate him. Like, yeah, <laughs> and and you know what it is, and and that's what it was initially. You're like, who's this guy? That's all it is. Like everybody made memes about him. Like you have Cap, and then the Wish version of Cap, and it would be his picture <laughs> at the end of episode one. But then you have episode two open up, and then you see him in the locker room of his high school, and him trying to, like, um, like boost himself up to be like, all right, I could do this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm meant for this. Uh, I'm, I, I've done the training. I've done everything. Yeah. And he's getting positive affirmation from his wife and his best friend. Like, let's go, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's go out there and show the people that what the, what they need is the new captain America. And I think that's a w- great way to setting him up that he is, he is, um, he has his own, like almost like he's getting his own way of understanding like the 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 magnitude of responsibility is going to be rushed upon him. Like he, he he was trying to boost himself up. I get that, but, but and I like and I like that because if it would have came, this mm-hmm. is my thing. If it would have been like from that episode one to this one, yeah, and he was a straight dick, then you you will hate him even more every time. Here it showed a little bit of, vul- of vulnerability on his yeah. side that you're like, all right. Maybe he didn't apply for it. They chose him, or he 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 tried out. Yeah, he tried out for it, and he earned the spot. No, I think based... he tried out. They picked him. Oh, they picked him. I thought yeah. there was other. All right, so they picked him. Mm-hmm. So they picked him out of all these other people that he was qualified for because yeah. all the testing he did and everything else that he passed. Mm-hmm. So he's like these people, or the government, or mm-hmm. whoever whoever's responsible for giving me this position, mm-hmm. felt that I'm worthy enough. And I'm gonna go out there, and it was re- like it was a huge show. Just to introduce him, very like uh, grand, like out there, like something that Cap wouldn't have done. The thing is, is that ultimately, though, like it's still showing. Like he doesn't have to come up because I think if you just that's that's 80s and 90s style like villain thing is just somebody just being asshole from from the get. Yeah, but now it's like you said, it's more nuanced. It's more layers to people, but. I mean, he's still not coming off for me. At least he's not coming off any better. But I don't think he's supposed to because, like, for example, like, one, he he should be aware of what what he actually meant. So, let's say the Falcon. 
Like, because, dude, he took the shield that this guy donated. So, basically, it was already under false pretenses to do that. And also, then, to ask for his help. But not only ask for his help, to basically ask him, basically, to, in a sense, serve him. Be my sidekick. Yeah. Like, one, you're already thinking you're above him because of the title that they gave you. So, you already didn't earn Yeah. Like, that's, that's my thing is, like, but, again, that that's... That's the character. Yeah. That the whole point is that he's not supposed to And that's to why be... he turned. Because once he, once he got the, onto that spotlight and he got in front of those lights and then he, he, everybody's like jumping on him. He's like, he became entitled. He's like, yes, I'm, I am captain. America. Well, he already, even in this last one, he didn't really spend a lot of time in the third episode, but he did say one thing that, that stood out to me, which was like, oh, well, we can do this, and well, they, they're not going to care as long as we get it done. Yeah. So he's already, like, thinking, like, damn, he could justify himself to do anything as long as he's get the get the results he wants. So he's yeah. already, again, super coming out super, like, untitled, like, oh, I'm capped. Like, he's 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 feeding too much into the, I, like, the title of Captain America versus actually the being ideals. responsible for what it means to be Captain America. Yeah, the ideals of what Captain America stands for is then the title that that is that is is set up to be. Yeah. So that's where I'm like and that's the thing too is like obviously he's not really kind of like earning in a sense like okay, so for example, let's say when Captain America first became Captain America, like he was a propaganda tool. He would go out and do those those shows. Yeah. And he wasn't taken seriously amongst people that actually served with him because Again, he was just doing shows. Yeah, but he picked he's up. Like, the I wanna, he's like, I want. He's like, I want real soldiers. Like, let's have a real soldiers. Yeah. Out so here. he earned his place after he got the title of Captain America by going into the and doing everything in the most dangerous way possible. However, this one is going out with like a whole crew of people. Social media. Like, yeah, people actually go in there, do all everything. He just kind of comes at the last minute and, and kind of just like, yeah, that's what happened in the last episode where he had a whole team go in there with guns. And then he comes in, and I'm like, so that's what I'm saying. It already shows you a different variation on how the how that Captain America versus the other one. Yeah. But um, I'm actually just waiting to see what's going to happen. Because obviously we do know there's going to be a part where um, Falcon has it, the shield. Yeah. So the question is how? There's going to be a big fight. All right. So mm-hmm. so that's John Walker's character. Another, <laughs> another I want to touch really quick on or just discuss with you a little bit was the introduction or... Of Isaac Bradley, which was considered the first black Captain America cool. in the comic books, and they introduced him in the show, and it, and because we talked about this in the last episode, two episodes ago when we we talked about the first episode, was that they're going to touch a lot on how racism is treated today, and how a lot of the things that happened 30, 40 years ago. Is still resonant today mm. on some certain on certain levels. Yeah, and he was showing that, and it what happened in the comic books. So in the comic books, it was like I think they took three hundred black men, and they put them with the super soldier serum, mm. and Isaac Bradley was the only one that survived out of all of them. Yeah. So what they would do because Cap was out is that they would um send him into dangerous territories and missions and he would have to get the job done and get out. Mm. So I guess and during the time that he stole Cap's suit, he went in and Captain America outfit, did everything, saved lives, fought, but at one point he got captured and then he got saved by the U.S. and the U.S. imprisoned him for 30 years 
because I guess he stole Cap's suit. And this is and 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 that's um, and that's how they they're showing that as much as the, he provided a service, coming back home he was treated like like a Criminal. nobody, like they, somebody they could just toss in jail with no regard and no respect of what they provided mm-hmm. for everybody in in aspect of the U.S. and protection and everything else. So another thing too is I found interesting when they showed him is obviously the actor was. Kind of aged, yeah. Obviously, the, the, I don't think the actor is that old. As old as they try to portray him, yeah. So they they aged the characters, but I thought that was interesting is that, um, and I'm I mind you, I think Steve Rogers is the only one that actually had the original uncut version of the whole, uh, super super soldier serum, whatever. Yeah. Everybody else had their own iterations, whatever. So, uh, Cap still looked like he aged regular, or I don't know, it's because maybe he was really old. Because I'm still trying to figure out because he looked old, like his body and everything looked more decrepit in a sense, right? But Bradley was looked like he can still go out there and fight, and he was like Bradley. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, what was his name? The Bucky? No, the the soldier you're referencing. Isaac. Bradley? Isaac. That's a, that's a guy. That's just a Bradley, though, right? Yeah, so, yeah, it's a Bradley. So that's the thing. He still looked like fit. Like he still looked like he can go out there and fight. Still. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. He's, even with the super, like that, his super serum like still made it look like his body is Didn't not it age slowly than everybody else's did. Yeah, like he's still older, but he's still physically like fit to be like exactly. Kick some ass. But it looked like uh, Steve Rogers looked like he'd already like he didn't have the serum in him. Yeah. Or somebody referenced actually no that that it could that he still be be the serum, but that he's actually a lot older. Like he was one hundred and seventeen. Yeah. So I guess he's old, he's a lot older than his. It's just the super serum just, just stopped aging or slowed down the aging process so much that he's able to prolong his life longer. Wow. But on top of that, what's, what other than introducing the character and the story behind it was you could tell the character, I forgot his name that played him, but you could tell the mental anguish that everything that he had experienced while he was in jail getting out and everything that he's still angry and he's justified to being angry about that. That, that as and he like and it was funny because he knew Bucky, from from I think he said that he's like I could have I, I seen you or something like that he's like, he ripped his arm off or something like that. something like that I think he I think was he the one that ripped his arm off no he said that yeah he was like he beat his he beat him like yeah so like that's why he was like I just wanted to see you got your arm back like yeah because yeah because <laughs> remember his arm is detachable so like basically he probably ripped off one of the mechanical arms he had yeah so um. So it was it's interesting um i mean I, and we're gonna meet a lot more probably super soldiers well the idea is so far that the possibility that um this guy already well we already know um the uh flag burners right that's flag smasher it's flag smashers they have the serum so they have that super strength. but mind you they if you, you know, know flag nobody, smasher is supposed to be one character but they put it into it as a group really yeah but you notice that nobody else's, uh, aside from uh, um, C. Rogers, nobody else's physical appearance. Well, I don't know, Bucky, but nobody else's physical appearance changed. Yeah. Like, everybody looks like they're just normal self with just superpowers beyond yeah. it. Yeah. But, you know, but you know, here's the thing is mm-hmm. that we, every other than Steve Rogers, everybody else that we've seen is post-serum. So, we don't know how they look prior to the serum. Maybe they were a lot smaller, not as buff. But I mean, Steve Rogers, we saw the transition. Yeah. But also, again, he was the first test subject, so they could have 
at this point that they have it, they probably modified and advanced it so much that you have all the strengths without no physical change. Well, he mentioned something. The last, uh, the doctor who created the new one says something like that, where he said it wasn't about physical strength, that it was very um, elegant or something. It's like his best design. So I don't know what that meant specifically, but he was saying, trying to say that basically we should expect something more from the new super soldiers that they have. Yeah, probably more agile, more flexible, more ability to do more without the physical change possibly but we'll see like that's what we're trying to anticipate yeah um but as far as new characters that we were mentioning i did this is the first time you actually got to know uh baron zemo yeah a little bit more <laughs> yes he's funny like the the whole dynamic between him uh bucky and um and falcon. falcon are hilarious yes because they're oh, so man. just like feed off each other so much it's hilarious yeah, and and they and we already knew that he is gonna be in the show. Mm-hmm. They 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 referenced him a lot in prior and seeing the the character, the actors resigned to the show, and I feel that I don't know if he's gonna have a redemption arc. I think he's gonna have a good a uh, good I ending. Gonna, I think he's gonna play them, but that's huh? I think he's gonna do something bad. I think he's gonna. You think he's gonna play them? I think he's gonna. Of course, I think he's gonna. Play I them. think he's gonna play them, but then at the same time, I. I, I think he's going to have somewhat of a redemption. So, something something along the lines is going to give give him... I mean, remember, the, his whole arc, so far, his whole arc, he does not believe anyone should be enhanced, in a sense, yeah. right? Like, he doesn't believe in have anybody should be a super soldier. Or like so, right now, the only person that it wouldn't be on his radar, right, like, to do anything would be Falcon. Yeah. Um. So, like, let's see how that goes as far as him wanting to do something because like, I feel like is this going to come down to um, they're going to Falcon and Bucky are going to find the, the 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 flag smashers find out what their story is maybe find some kind of empathy for them maybe help them I don't know and then then they're going to have to deal with not only Zemo but then um, the the wannabe Trump, Captain America the wannabe the wish version of Captain America <laughs> Because I feel like that's what it is. They, they at first all want to catch these guys. Yeah, they're gonna be in a Mexican standoff. That's what yeah. it's gonna be. They, so, everybody's pointing guns at each other, and just see, saying, guns blazing. So we shall see <laughs> what happens. But um, no, the show's going so well. I'm, I'm interested. So, I can't wait for this next episode. So that and then it ends. Well, we like sorry guys, we're just like combining two episodes together, yeah, yeah. And overlapping back and forth. So just get to the end of it. At the end, it was uh, a Wakandian woman uh, warrior that comes. And um, uh, Bucky's character finds her because he, he sees a, a little, like, I guess, a spy gadget uh, ball and in, in the crevice of a wall. And he knew what it was. He knew it was Wakandian tech. So he, she's like, "Where is he?" So Zemo, Ben Zemo, uh, Baron Zemo, because um, they're blaming him because he killed Tatala's dad yeah. in uh, Civil War. So. This is going to lead to, and there's rumors, let me just say it now, mm-hmm. that this is going to lead to either in episode five or six, supposedly, that he they're going to go to Wakanda. And this is, might be where we get the farewell for Chadwick Boseman's character of T'Challa. Like where they break the news to everybody, but like either we yeah, didn't tell anybody, but yeah, this is this is where the yeah, this is where either they announce his death and where some. Hopefully, or apparently, supposedly, they're gonna hand the sh- the the throne of Black Panther to Shuri. 
and that's where it's gonna that story arc is probably gonna. I lead. thought it was gonna be. I mean, I don't know. I hope it's the one that I heard because it was. I thought it was gonna be. She was gonna take the throne, but she wasn't gonna take the the black mantle. 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 It was gonna be um the head of the royal guard. That I don't know. That's 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 another theory too. I don't know if she is given that she's given both, and maybe in Black Panther two is where she hands it off because she said maybe she couldn't do it, or maybe she's like I'm best fit for this, to have somebody else take that role, take that mantle of Black Panther while I rule, and spread all the tech to the world, Wakandian tech to the world and everything else. So we don't know how this is gonna play, but or actually you know what would be awesome, listen to me, imagine this so. Basically, let's say she does take over because she can do the the royalty part, right? But she's not used to doing the action hero stuff, whatever. Yeah. So she needs somebody to help her. So that's when Bucky comes back as White Wolf and takes over. And no, not takes over, but like oh, he does. He, he, he helps her. He he's like he's, he's helping. Let's say Falcon become the Captain America. Let's say he, he takes the role of White Wolf. He takes because that's everybody always says that he might be White Wolf. So he takes the role of White Wolf and then helps uh, Sherry. Sherry become the, the new black panther yeah that that could lead into that there's so many ways it could lead into it but yeah so i i i am uh i don't know if i'm emotionally ready <laughs> for if, if it does happen that they they, have they to, do that on this in they, this show that's gonna be that's gonna be crazy they yes and 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 i feel like it would be right to do it in this show because as long as you dedicate a whole episode because yeah, you have to do a whole episode, like one single. Like if they just do like a quick sign off on that, I don't think it's it wouldn't right. No it respect, right. it wouldn't. Yeah, it, w- it wouldn't get honor Chadwick Boseman character in the show, in the move, in the series, or, or in the in that universe. But yeah, I don't think I'm. I don't know about you. I know I won't be emotionally ready to watch the send off of him because it's it's there's gonna be an emotion if it happens. Mm-hmm. And I think if it if it does happen in anything, it would either be in Black Panther two, but the only thing with that is that it has to be a quick send off, and that's and I, I think that you hit it right there when you said it, is that if they do in the movie, it would have to be a quick send off and everybody trying to deal with it in a little bit and then go right into the action and progress in the storyline on the whole universe. Doing it on this show, you have one dedicated forty five minutes fully. All eyes, all attention is focused on that itself. That's a singular episode that nothing else around it is. There might be a little arcs in here and there. It's mm-hmm. like shortcuts to different storylines that are happening. But I think it will be primarily directed into that send off. It's it, uh, all right. So we're done with. Or I, I can't. Let's not even talk about this anymore. I don't want to. Talk, I don't even think about. It. Let's get into the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, okay. So the movie. Uh, so the movie we watched was Arch Enemy. Yes. All right. So now. Sorry this for one the, is, Sorry for the recommendation. It's <laughs> <don't> apologizing. <laughs> I mean, on paper, it does seem like an interesting movie, but something. I'll be honest with you. Like you've been talking about this movie for weeks now. Yeah. And I've been hesitant to want to watch it, and. I really couldn't tell you why specifically. I just did not feel it. Like something about it really just. So let's tell, tell the people what the movie okay, about. Okay, so uh, let's see. So let me give you the breakdown of the story here. Um, sorry, give me a second here. She got a good one. Okay, so a teen meets a mysterious man who claims to claims he lost his superpowers after arriving from another dimension. Together, they take 
to the streets to wipe out a vicious crime boss and his uh, local drug syndicate. So that honestly, the premise seems like something you—not that you've heard before, but it's something interesting. Um, I don't know. I okay. So so who's, it's, it's who's in it? Who's in it? It's sorry, sorry. I just like I'm just trying to Joe vocalize. Magliano or something like that. Yeah, no, the cast is not bad in the sense of, like, I like all these actors from different places. Like, uh, Joe uh, Magnano, which most people know him, especially now, as uh, Deadshot. Yeah. Um, you have uh, Zoli uh, Griggs, which I believe you told me is from the Wu-Tang. The American, American drama. American American Dream. American the, Dream the series. series. Yeah. Um, then you have um, Skylin Brooks. Uh, from the Get Down. From the Get Down. You have Glenn... Uh, Hartone, which uh, is from uh, sunny, sunny, um, sunny Philadelphia. What is it? Yeah, it's yeah. always it's always sunny. It's always sunny Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. Um, then you have Paul Shear from the from everything from but the I love, league from the league from uh, um, all these different shows. How does it get made? Yeah, I love them in those. Um, so it's it's a very it's and they have a very wide cast, a variety of casts of like mixed ages, mixed experiences, and. And, and and with everybody, when I saw who was in it, I, I didn't see the names. I'm, I'm like, I, I was long. I knew Joe Magliano because I was like, I saw the trailer once. And I was like, I love the I like the concept. I like the concept that it's a, like a superhero movie. But I was I was thinking, I was like, oh, it's going to be somebody that's delusional. And he he does something crazy. But then I'm like, I hope it's like a superhero movie that he redeems his powers. But this movie was everywhere. That's okay. This is why I couldn't get into it. This movie was everywhere. I was watching the trailer, and it felt like the the superhero part of it story. Like I, it, the story was so weirdly convoluted, even in the trailer, that I didn't know. That's the part that I was like, I didn't think it was gonna click. So like the part where he kept on talking about his, who he was before the Max Fist thing, whatever. Max Power. Yeah, Max Power is it, whatever. I I really couldn't follow that even in the trailer. So I'm like, I just felt like I was not going to. And honestly, it took me a while to watch the movie because I kept on starting and stopping, started because I just, I don't know something about it. I just couldn't. It wasn't easy to absorb. It wasn't, and 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 that's what it was. Is that you you it started off with uh, a character trying to prove himself to to his employer or employee whatever it was mm-hmm. and then it jumps up to to max powers character or it introduces him and then you're like okay and out of nowhere it's somebody else's character and they were finding ways how to connect the story and even though it was there was personal relationships between other two characters but it just felt that it was like they were forcing the story to push in a certain direction like they they wouldn't have normally connected if it was if it was portrayed correctly. I just it was very bizarre for me. Like even even the criminal element of it, like I honestly felt like they probably wouldn't have done anything to that girl. Like just I don't know. They just felt like like they everybody seemed cool, but this guy took it like although they got mad or something, but they that guy seemed like he pushed it too far. Yeah. And then then it led to this fight off. I basically just felt like okay. Did they really have to get to this point? They, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They had to force situations just to progress the movie because it had to happen. Because if, if 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 it would happen in real life or normally, possibly, might not, nothing would have, no outcome would have came from it. 
but they had to force it to to progress the movie. That's just, I just it and then the end was like weird. Oh, there's one thing that I saw that I was like I thought was very bizarre. Okay, so there was this the very first part of the movie. He's like the guy's just randomly filming stuff on the street, and somebody breaks the phone. So I guess he wants to break into media. So he just ends up at this building with a sign in the front that I guess is a media company. That's yeah. Right. If you look at the scene, they didn't make us. They could have just cut a sign from plywood. Yeah. They digitally put that on the screen. <laughs> that was a CGI sign for business over a door, and I'm like, really? They they couldn't just. I don't. I found this so bizarre. That was a weird aesthetic choice. And then um, I don't know. Just them. I couldn't follow the kid in the movie. The girl, like, it just felt like I couldn't connect to any. I didn't care for any of the characters. I didn't. I didn't care what happened. If they lived, they died. I'm like, I just wanted to get this movie over with. Yeah. That's what it was. I'm like, like, I want to see where it ends. I just want to see where it ends because. I didn't want that. I already paid for it. That's the only reason. (laughs) If it was free, I probably would have stopped. But no, probably I would have finished it because if I started a movie, I'm going to finish it just to see how I usually am like that, too. But I just I felt like I already knew what was going to happen. You know what it was? I didn't know what was going to happen. I did. I just, you, I know it's, it's not silly, but okay. So the cartoon part of it, right? Like if, okay, the way that they, okay. So if you're going to do movies like this, usually like that whole, is he really superhero is anything? Um, one, the visuals are not so detailed. Like they're not going to show you all these ca- hardcore cartoon style things to show you whatever he really is or really isn't. And then the fact that they really, I don't know this. Based on the way the story was, I could tell you that I knew that he was gonna he was gonna be a real whatever. He was gonna be a real superhero to, to something like that. Somebody was from a different planet, pretty much. Something I know something was gonna happen. Yeah. To reference the the, the and the yeah and the way it ended, it was weird. I'm like it it like I'm like really that's how it's gonna end like. Oh yeah, this and yeah. that plot twist at the end too was, I was like that came out of nowhere like. It it didn't and that's the thing it like you nothing would, set up for the next thing yes it didn't like and this came out I'm like for real like that really happened and like that's what you want to that that's yeah like I couldn't even I can't even finish the sentence comparing to like what the hell I watched to this you know uh, yeah but yeah. it is it's the movie yeah, yeah it is a movie all right let's get into these Nickies. One, yeah, I'm sorry, and I hate that because one, I love uh, um, Paul Shear, all these different people. I like them, I love them as actors. It's just, I don't even think they, I feel like they, I hope they didn't promote this movie because it's like, <laughs> I hope they didn't promote this movie. <laughs> I'm just, I'm being real. It's like, you know, it was one of the producers, Elijah Wood. He's a producer, he was one of the producers in the movie. I just felt like this seems like one of those movies where somebody, like, they owed every somebody a favor. Like, you know, actors like, well, I'll do this movie, do this, whatever. I feel like this is that favor. Like, <laughs> everybody just happened. You remember to- when you, I, you, I helped you out with this? I need you to do this for me. I need you to be a, the protagonist of this movie. I got this concept movie. And I think the movie, and you know what is crazy? Because I think the person that wrote it, direct, one, the guy that did the story play or mm-hmm. whoever wrote it was also the director and producer of it. So he was really in it to get this done, to get this And maybe movie that's out. why he was too into Because, like, like, again, I think if at least they made the superhero backstory a little bit more tangible. 
Yeah. Because I don't know what was going on. Like, he ran this dimension, part of this world. Like, every time he tried to, as a kid, would ask him questions about, like, trying to figure it out. It just he was just ramble. He, well, he, no, it was not just that, but it was just like, make, like, what's imaginary power? Like, wait, what you said it was imaginary? Like, it's like <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It, kept, it just kept on getting more Cosmic more, blood. Yeah. Cosmic blood. I just kept on getting oh, more God. and more diluted. I'm just like, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, so this movie gets one Nikki average between <laughs> both of us. Just to let you know, you guys know. But if you want to sit down for, I was like, hour and a half. Possible. On, on, on Amazon yeah, Prime. I I'm, Amazon Prime. I think it's like five bucks yep. or something like that yep. to rent out or seven bucks if you really want to own it. Go check it out. It's called Arch Enemy with Joe Magliano. All right, guys. That's the end of the show. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes of Nerds in the City. You could always find us on our social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nerds in the City. You could also email us at Nerds in the City Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, suggestions, critiques, anything that we could do to improve your listening pleasures. And as always, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, everyone, see you next week. Later.